Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Not About You with Jamal and Marianne. I am your host, uh, well, co-host, uh, Jamal Harrington. Uh, Marianne is not with us at the moment. Uh, she's on assignment. I'm kidding. She's actually uh, moving into, is she moving to her new home? She's moving into a temporary apartment someplace. While she's so, selling her house. Yeah, yeah. She's okay. Her house is on the market and she's, you know, got a temporary place. It sounds like she's got a an awesome Four star, not really, um, apartment. <laughs> and she, I don't know if you saw what she said in, in the thing. I was like, it, the way she said it was like, it was like it's a dump, but at least it doesn't have a slumlord. And I said, did you say di- did not or does? And she's like, does. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> not yeah, sure that, where she I mean, found I know this place. Marianne has been very busy with the uh, whole. Um, Selling her house and then in the process of buying a, a home. So finding um, a new place, yeah. Yeah, she's been pretty much diligently working on that. So and, and on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening now, we're not recording at our usual time either. Uh right now it is we usually record Sundays at one PM Pacific time, four PM Eastern time. As yeah. of now, it is midnight Eastern time. Nine which o'clock, means it's nine Pacific. o'clock Pacific yeah. time. And um, I just blew, I, I, the reason why we're doing this, and this is all my fault, I hold myself responsible, which is the reason why we're not doing a live stream um, at the moment, is because I just uh, kicked off my tour, my uh, I Am Smiling uh, comedy tour, and I just flew in from Charlotte, and um, I got to tell you, I had what could have been possibly the worst weekend ever, that blossomed into a holy shit, you know, positive uh, weekend. And um, first of all, I do want to give I do want to give a shout out to um, a, f- a few people out there. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Studio Thirteen in uh, Cornelius, uh, North Carolina. They, uh, you know, they they really just for this, just for allowing me to do a comedy show in their space. It was a really cool venue, very nice. Um, you know, they pretty much let us run wild. Um, and then the comedians that were on the show, uh, I want to give a shout out to Brian O'Neill. I want to give out the sh- a shout out to James R. Hustle and uh, a special shout out to Aaron Camp, who I will say this, 12 hours before the show, we had maybe four ticket sales and I had... I was debating on canceling the show. Um, we had, I mean, everything that could have went wrong did. Now we had Jonas Barnes to feature on the show. Unfortunately, he was unable to to do the show. Um, he was having he, he was having some ID issues and, and whatnot, which didn't allow him to travel. So, um, oh, and very funny guy. J- Jonas is very funny, and at least he gave me ample time. So I give him grace. Like I don't. I, I won't break his balls about him not being able to do the show because I knew if he could, he would. Jonas is yeah, not the type yeah. of guy that would that would bail on a show, uh, especially last minute, like my host did. 
my host failed on. Here's the funny thing, guys. For those of you who want to be comics, for those of you who are young comedians, for those of you who are not features yet, for those of you who are not even headliners yet, I have this thing. You, you're a comic, uh, Todd, or at least you're 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 an you're open mic. Staff. I'm an open mic. Yeah. Okay. You might want to put your headphones on, dude. Giving a lot no, of feedback. Uh, okay. Um, minor. Let me see if I can, let me go grab mine because uh, I had to. I, w- I brought mine to Charlotte and I didn't bring the charger with me. So it just died and I'm charging oh, sure. it right now, but I'm pretty sure it's up. up uh... It's okay. Oh. I'm just getting a oh. lot of, a lot of echoey feedback is all. It's uh, not, no, it's not cool. real bad, but it's like you hear in the background whenever I say something. You know, let me uh, do this right now. Sorry, audience. You know, <laughs> it's not an episode of "It's Not About You" without some technical difficulties. Yeah, I know, right? Can you hear me okay now? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you fine. It's just—is it much better? Yeah, because it, what it is is it's every time I speak, I'm hearing myself echo in the background of 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 your place. It, it, okay. It just—it just—it's kind of this muffled. <laughs> I'm in an echo chamber. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So if 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 I put you or a producer or a headliner puts you on a show, um, like first of all, let me, let me speak with my experience. You know, once okay. upon a time I was an open micer. Once upon a time I was a very young stand-up comedian. Um, not even a feature yet. I was just a guy doing guest spots. Um, but if a com if a comedian asked me to be on a show. And he he sends me a flyer of the show, and my name is on it, or my picture is on it. I would be damned if I don't do everything I can to promote the show. Right. You know, um, the thing is, even if I'm doing five minutes and I could get, you know, X amount of people on the show, that's people looking at me do five minutes and or 10 minutes. And, you know, they can say, oh, my God, that one guy that, you know, did his five or 10 he was really fun you know what i'm saying it's all about you want as many people to see you as possible no matter how much time you're doing um now (laughs) i i had a couple of i had a host and i had a guy (laughs) who was doing a guest spot on the show and i ended up having to well our host bailed he now here's the thing one thing that you don't want to do guys you know you don't want to post of the day of the show that you're supposed to do that you got a last minute call to do a show in another state and then wait to tell the person you originally supposed to do the show i.e me that you're not able to do it first of all it's like okay that's kind of fucked up that you would bail the day of the show I mean, we're not even talking like 12 hours, you know? So we had, that was one issue that I had. Another issue is I had one guy that did not actively promote the show. He would promote all of his shows that he was on, but no mention of my show. So I was like, wow, I gotta, I don't, I didn't feel comfortable um, having him on the show if he wasn't going to promote it. So I sent him a message, you know, stating why I had to pull him from the show. Now, 12 hours before the show, it's me and this other comedian, Aaron Camp. 
you know, who, by the way, not only saved the show, but he was able to find two amazingly talented replacement comics, uh, one to host, one to fill in, and he was able to get as many people as he can to come to the show while I was in the air. Oh, shit. You know, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I don't live in Charlotte. I don't know, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know people in Charlotte. So, you know, to have, and the thing is, like, what I could have done is I could have been a complete dick and brought a bunch of New York comics down to Charlotte and just put together a show. But the reason why I didn't do that is because, you know, I, I didn't want to disrespect the, the Charlotte comedy scene right. like that. You know, I wanted, to, I wanted to see what Charlotte had to offer as far as the stand-up comics go. So, and, and, and it's a great way to, to network, you know, and get to meet people yeah. and whatnot. You know, and that's, the, and that's the one thing that, you know, that, that I miss, you know, about comedy via pre-pandemic or during the pandemic, you didn't really get to network as much with the comedians um, face-to-face. You know, we ended up having to do it via Zoom or at a Zoom show or something like that. So, um, you know, Aaron uh, Aaron, uh, Camp, uh, good dude, great family guy, great family man. Um, You know, not only does does he pick me up from downtown Charlotte, you know, he drives me up to the place. We get there super early. We kind of scope it out and we're planning the, how we're going to do the show. You know, the comics that he got show up. And then before we know it, people were just showing up. You know, some of them showed up 20 minutes after the show started, you know. Wow. And he was telling me, he was like, you know, people are prob- probably did not want to commit to the show. They wanted to do this like last minute, you know. Right. Um and, 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 and that happens a lot, you know, um, but that's why we have pre-sales because we want to know, we want to gauge how many people might be at the show. Um, so what turned into what could have been a clusterfuck of a cancel show was like, oh my God, and I will say this, it was, it was more people that we anticipated and it was, the show itself was way better than I anticipated, you know, so... So yeah, it was it was an um, it was a really great uh, it was really great, you know, and um, I really kind of felt you know bad because I did like the lineup that we originally had because the guy, I saw the videos of the guys that that were originally on the show and it was just like you know a, a lot of weird stuff was going on, but I really felt fortunate because. I don't think if it was any other person would have went far and beyond the call that this one comedian uh, did. Like he practically saved the show. Actually, he did save the show, if anything. He saved the show, you know? And on top of that, I'm on a plane going to Charlotte thinking, you know what? I'm going to go down there. Whatever happens, happens. Worst case scenario, it's a mini vacation. I get to just hang out in the Queen City. And um, I I will say this, this was a very, very, very awesome way to kick off the tour. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy. Right on. Yeah. So. Uh, nothing exciting happening over here. I basically, uh, uh, I mean, since, since last week, 
Um, other than, I mean, what was, there was something in the news that I I saw the other day. Um, I mean, we mentioned it before we started recording too, and I'm just now trying to remember what I was talking about. Oh shit! You know what? I I just see this yesterday. Elon Musk is going to be hosting SNL. What do you think of that? Oh really? Yeah, next okay. week. I think. Uh, I mean, that's that's interesting. I think that's kind of interesting. I think it'll be the. I mean, unless unless they can get Mark Zuckerberg, I think it'll be the only Android they've ever had on the show. <laughs> I think. Uh, wow, Elon Musk to host Saturday Night. I mean, that is actually. I think. I think it'll be cool. Um, and I'm very interested on how like the sketches he's going to do. Is he going to make fun of himself? Is he going to allow these I guys to so. make fun of him? Um, because whenever it's like not an actor or like a, I mean, I don't know. That's well, actually Mark Zuckerberg was on Saturday Night Live once upon a time, but that was when Jesse Eisenberg was hosting Saturday Night Live when he uh, did the social network and he came out in like a hoodie like, you know, like how Mark Zuckerberg usually does. And then Mark Zuckerberg just popped out. And, oh, shit, um, I didn't see that one. He, yeah, he, but th- this was like a long time ago when that movie actually came out. And, yeah. uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg just shows up during the monologue. And, uh, you know, and it was and it was like, oh, look, that's Mark Zuckerberg. It's kind of cool that, that he did that. <laughs> but, he showed but, up. As, I mean, SNL is known for doing stuff like that. Well, they'll have yeah. someone doing a... a uh, a parody or like a you know they're doing a skit as a famous person i mean my favorite one on snl was when uh when uh they used to do the joe pesci show and it was uh um i'm trying to remember uh fuck i can't think of the guy's name right now either way the snl guy who did the joe pesci show they did it for weeks like every week they did a joe pesci show episode and then one week uh the real robert de niro and joe pesci show up and they basically say, you know, in, 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 you know, they're calm and they're, you know, they're, they're just in their shirts like I'm just doing. And they're like, you know, we watch you guys every week and you're doing these caricatures of us, <laughs> of characters we've done. And we're getting tired of it, <laughs> you know, and it was, it, I was, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, um, Brewer, Jim Brewer. Oh, okay. This, okay, it was so this back. Like it was a, back in the nineties. I think. yeah, it had to have been the nineties for early, sure. Early two thousands in the nineties, and if, if, there's video of it online someplace. If you do a search for uh, the Joe Pesci show with the real Joe Pesci, you'll see it. There's video of of it, and it's. I think it's probably actually on on Hulu. It's probably a clip on Hulu, but uh, it's really funny. It's like the first time they did that, and then years later with. Uh, I think it was Andy Samberg was doing a a, a bit on on uh, the uh, the uh, weekend update as as Nick Cage, and the real Nick Cage comes out with him as he's doing this caricature of him. Yeah, <laughs> it was that one was really funny too. But uh, oh yeah, I love it. I love it when they they surprise the audience and as well as you know. The they, cast they, member who's doing the impression—that's that's what yeah. cracks me up the most because they they leg- always usually have like this like surprise look on their face, like oh shit, I'm yeah. in trouble. <laughs> and a part of me wonders, like, do they do they know that they're you know the person that they're impersonating is going to be there, or 
I mean, I would like to think that they don't, you know. But it's but, possible um, that they're aware. And I, I, I think the Jim Brewer bit was like a complete surprise. I don't think those guys had any idea that the real, the real Pesci and, and De Niro were going to show up because they were both like, oh, we're so, so we're friends of yours and we're sorry if we offended. We, you know, we're, we're just doing this as, as a goof, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, and, and, yeah, Pesci and De Niro just were not impressed. At least, I mean, they're actors, so they could be acting. Who knows? But yeah. I like to think that they came up because they were annoyed by these these characters they were doing how, on on late night television in New York. How how funny would it have been if Robert De Niro like saw like the Joe Pesci show, called up Joe Pesci, be like, "Hey, do you see what these fucking guys are doing to you, man?" And then I, Joe I, Pesci's <laughs> like, "Hey, hey, you you know, you and I, we go down there." And we straighten them out, but but he's like, bit. no, no, let's write a let, little bit. Let's write a letter first, you know. And then like they wrote a let's letter. Call to like, you know, let's call Lauren. Let's call Lauren. And talk to him. And Lauren's like, you know, so, you guys so, should just come down and fuck with him. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, you don't like what they're doing. He's like, why don't you come? Why don't you come down here and do something about it, you pussies? No, I you know? actually think, like, oh, if yeah? anything, Lauren's probably the kind of guy that would be like, you know what? Come on down and show them how you don't appreciate what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I'm gonna. If you show up and, and tell us how you feel, we won't do it anymore. Like, we just, you know, <laughs> I think the crowd will get a big kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. can just imagine Robert De Niro just sitting there with that like mead mug on his. I'm, I'm gonna actually watch the video after this. They're just sitting there I, mead mug and like they're just staring down. Yeah, Jim they're, just, Brewer. they're just they just walk in the door and they're just standing there like this at their arm with their arms like like almost flexing a bit, but they have their arms down like this, you know. And they just and they're looking at each other like what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I would, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see Kate McKinnon doing like Giuliani and having Giuliani sitting in the crowd. Oh god! Well, I mean, I think, well, I mean, <laughs> if Giuliani is lucky, he'd probably be sitting in a jail cell. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if he's lucky, you know, right? Probably, pro- probably telling those guys like, "Hey, turn on, hey, my favorite show is Saturday Night Live," and then like Kate McKinnon is doing that impersonation of him. And then, like, his oil is, like, running down on the side of his face, you know, just, just tripping like, he's like, wait, wait, is that, is that supposed to be me? Like, who, who's playing me, you know? And it's Kate McKinnon, who's very, very funny, very Oh, talented. my God, she's hilarious. I love her on this show. I love anything she does, honestly. In fact, I think the last thing I saw her, she was on an episode of that Jerry Seinfeld show uh, with uh, Coffee and Cars with Comedians or whatever it's mm, called. Okay, okay. And uh, I'm... I'm not even a Seinfeld guy, but I I I, I wanted to check it out because uh, the episode that popped up on on uh, on Netflix is kind of a little header thing, and it says like, in case you missed it, and there was Eddie Murphy on there, so I watched the one with Eddie Murphy, which was absolutely hilarious, mm. and then I went through to see who else was on this because I I really don't care about Jerry one way or another, yeah, but I wanted to see who else he had on the show, and uh, Kate McKinnon was on there, and. Um, who else did I watch that was uh uh was good um <laughs> uh um fuck the dude who played Kramer on on Seinfeld show oh okay Michael Richards Michael Richards yeah yeah and, and he, he legit like did, I just watched that episode the other day actually and uh it was like he he slowly started to slip into the character of Kramer as they were talking and it was he was just doing like he was wearing he was wearing a 
And he, he, he put on a, a disguise because they're walking around LA. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's like you're not going to wear this. Jerry, we're going to get mobbed if you're not wearing I don't fucking care. And of course, he doesn't talk like that, but that was kind of yeah, the, the yeah. sentiment, you know? And so, so he's wearing this blonde wig and this fucking little hipster hat and, you know, and, and like a, 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 a taped on mustache. <laughs> It, it looked terrible. It was clearly like, a, a like I a Halloween costume. It, it's kind of weird because I don't know why Michael Richards is worried about being recognized. It's like um, you did that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, he actually. I think about the the about a quarter of the way to the end, he actually talks about that too. Talks about mm. the whole situation and and how his uh, his his life has not been the same since. Like, oh, uh, I I I don't oh, doubt that. Poor I, poor Michael. I'm like Jim. Uh, I'm like you're still getting those Seinfeld residual checks on those reruns, right? <laughs> like, I don't think be they getting... are. I think that Jerry Seinfeld is the only one who is actually getting like residual checks because he owns it and shit. But I think I remember seeing something about the other day actually that um, there's a lot of the people that were on the show. They got like something for a little while, but then after after. Uh, if it's not like in like syndication someplace, they don't get shit. So if it's on like a streaming service, they're not getting anything for it. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's on uh, it's on uh, Peacock now. That's like one of the things that either Peacock or one of the other, you know, brand would, new ones. Yeah, it would make sense for. I mean, it was on NBC, so it it does make sense for it to be on Peacock. Yeah. Um, but wow. Okay, I did learn something new. Hmm. Yeah. It was either it was either it was either the Seinfeld cast or or it was the I'm pretty sure it was the Seinfeld cast, but it's either them or the the cast from Friends. But you know, I didn't watch either one of those shows when they were live on TV. I just didn't care. You know, I did not watch Friends. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I've seen like I could probably say I've watched maybe less than ten episodes. Yeah, I think I've watched a, a total of maybe an episode. Because I think yeah. I've watched bits and pieces here and there, and 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 people will make references of it, and I'd be like, "Oh, that that's from Friends, right?" Um, when I was in North Carolina, one of the uh, 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 Aaron's lady, um, she's she's a huge Friends fan, and uh, here in New York, they have like a Friends, uh, like a Friends like exhibit, like a. I guess it's like the friends experience because lately <laughs> I've been seeing like a lot of people wear like the friends shirt with, you know, the, the logo of the show. Right. And I, I see that a lot, even in like, like my neighborhood. And I'm just like, wow. And then like the other day I was in driving through midtown Manhattan and I saw, I actually saw it and I was like, Oh, this, and there's a line, like there's a line for the exhibit. Of for course the, there's, for, it's, it, let me guess. It's, it's a, uh, it's a uh, kind of, it's uh like the 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 cafe that they hang out at. It has like the Central Perk thing. I I would imagine that. Like I've never. I mean, first of all, I have never been inside. I've seen the outside. It has like a friend's. Lo- it, it almost. It's like a friend's theme park. You know what I'm saying? That's what <laughs> Come say like. stand next to this 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 wax statue of Joey. Yeah, How are you or, doing? <laughs> or meet David Sh- or meet David Schumer. We're just like, uh, uh, oh, oh. Just, like just hear the noises of David Schumer whenever he's not 
whenever he's not actually saying words. You know? it's, just, it's just that uncomfortable, awkward sounds that he makes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, man. So it's, it's, I mean, I, uh, man. I mean, again, I don't think it's a, from the episodes I've seen, is it, a, I don't think it's a terrible show. Like, I mean, it lasted it, 10 years. It was, um, but I, it's, I, it's just, I, I think, I don't know about you, but for me, I think I didn't watch it just because of like, I, I hear enough people talking about it. I really don't feel like I need to watch it. I kind of felt like it didn't really speak to me. Um, it didn't even speak to me. And I'm I'm a middle-aged white guy. Well, I am now. I wasn't then, but you know. Yeah, I just kind of felt like, I was like, okay, you know, it's, you know, six friends, you know, well, you know, two of them are brother and sister and then uh there's a couple that's not sure if they want to be together or not be together <laughs> and that and i'm like wow it that lasted 10 years so i'm like okay um yeah well i think the dynamic changes over the years but yeah initially i think it's just like a bunch of friends from college or some shit they all live in the same building they yeah. all hang out at the same coffee shop it's all this you know i don't know and, to me and like and those two shows they they to me, they were those two shows were interchangeable because they were both like supposed to be in New York, and yeah. they both oh, yeah, had they like were... these stupid. Um, just the shows were basically about nothing. It was just a group of white kids, you know, twenty something year olds, hanging out in New York and just living life. And a, a lot, a lot of what happened happened inside the apartments or the coffee shop. They didn't. You didn't yeah. see them going to Central Park. You didn't see them go anywhere else in New York. It was just those two places. Yeah, and just and a lot of banter, just yeah. a lot of banter. I mean, not for nothing. I, I like. I actually like. I'll watch a few episodes of Seinfeld. I think Seinfeld's funny. You know, um, I think the sh- I think a show about because Seinfeld. I mean, I watch Seinfeld and I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. And Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. it's just, it's so crazy. It's a, is, such a funny show. Isn't that like a reality show, Curb Your Enthusiasm? I think it's like an unscripted, um, it's almost like, it seems like it's unscripted. So it's such so an improv show where they, they, they're given like some direction and they just kind of, and then just wherever and it goes, it goes. Goes with it. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'll have to check. I, I never watched that largely because I knew it was, it was, made by the same people that did Seinfeld. I like, yeah, I didn't like Seinfeld, so I'm not sure if I'm going to like this other one. I think... Uh, Although, enthusiasm, if I watch it now, I might actually enjoy it because I'm a middle-aged white guy. Curb Enthusiasm, I would say, is like a much darker version of Seinfeld. Oh. Uh, you, you know what I did watch recently, and I'd never seen an episode before. They're, they're, they're available on Amazon Prime. Is the show Friday. Or Fridays. It was like a mid seventies, early eighties variety show that was. I want to say I want to say it came out in the eighties, but it may have been like the late seventies. And uh, the dude from Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, is, it, is it Larry David? Or... Larry David, yeah, Larry David was one of the cast members. Oh, is he okay? And he's like young in that, and I I was like that guy looks familiar, and I had to Google it to find out. Who, <laughs> was like, oh shit, that's the guy from the Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm shows. Like, a part of me feels like, like, because if you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, like, I've never met Larry David or anything like that. I've heard stories of like his stand up comedy days in New York. And um, people would say, you know, like, if you're at a comedy club and you, and 
Larry David was on stage and you were next, you had to be like right there by the stage because they're like Larry, Larry would just get off stage early because he would, you know, he would just get off stage. He, he would like do sometimes do like less of his time. So just like, hey, Larry. Uh, yeah. So or he get so, awkwardly he get he would get awkward and like anxious and like I need to get the fuck out of here. Something like that. Yeah. So the, hey Larry's up. You better be right. You better be ready because you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know if he's gonna do his full set or if he's gonna say one thing and like read the room and then say I'm I'm done. This and isn't working. Still, yeah. But like I watched Curb Your, <laughs> Curb, Your, Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm and like I'm just like, is this how he really is? Because then I, you know I, I'm like I know the show Seinfeld and I know like you know I know the the dynamic of Seinfeld, but I'm like is this really you or and a part of me is just like yeah this this is there's probably no not much acting involved on his part right i don't know i think i think the thing with us the the show seinfeld was that uh his neighbors uh like george and and kramer and all they're all so fucking weird and i actually was sitting there talking to somebody else about this the other day and uh i think it was they they mentioned that um um or, or someone had mentioned that Jerry Seinfeld is 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 on the spectrum. He's he has autism, and I go, oh, that explains so much why people will watch the show and think it's fucking hilarious because of all the weird shit that they do. To me, it feels like this is just a normal thing that people do. Yeah, I don't see why that's funny. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. They're laughing at the 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 quirkiness of these people, and I'm like why is that funny? I do that. <laughs> you know? So. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I think with Seinfeld, they don't, like, the characters don't do, like, anything, like, extraordinary. You know, like, like Seinfeld's a comedian, you know, like, he plays that role pretty well. Um, and, like, you know, uh, George Costanza is just, like, he reminds me of Johnny Everyman. You know, like... He's- He's just he is he is he is like the the neurotic dude you knew in high school who was always worried about like getting people to like him and getting a girlfriend and then having like absolutely no game and not having any idea of how to talk to women. I kind of identify with that character to be honest. But uh Serenity yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. No, I and yeah. That that character kind of annoyed me too, <laughs> but uh, not as much as Kramer though. Kramer was just like, "Why are you so fucking hyper? Calm the fuck down." <laughs> I wish there was an episode where they just like it was just dedicated to just Kramer and like the day in the life of Kramer. And I just a part of me is just like Kramer. I just picture Kramer like in his kitchen cabinet, like like on his countertop, just cutting cocaine with a credit card and just <laughs> snorting rails and then just like I gotta go to Jerry's house and he just runs to Jerry's house Jerry's apartment and just like you know because I can't show that to you on Seinfeld like you know I'm no, pretty sure you universe was, was like is like hey look can we cut the cocaine scenes that Kramer does like it was, we'll just put it in like the DVD extras you know like <laughs> It'll, it'll yeah. be an, it'll be a hidden Easter egg for that one fan who's looking for Easter eggs. Right. Do you remember when DVDs had Easter eggs where you would accidentally select a menu option that wasn't there, and then yep. you'd, 
select titles if you see like a, a bonus feature or some other just really obscure like thing from that thing. Yep, and it's like a it's like a one minute deleted scene. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I think the one time I found one was I. I remember uh, they advertised that the movie uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is now available on DVD. Oh, like, God. Our, yeah. So I was like, I remember watching that movie in the 90s on USA back when they had the Up All Night with Gilbert Gottfried. And loved, Ron- loved that as a kid. USA's Up All Night. <laughs> with What was her name? It was uh, Rhonda something. I, I know who you're talking about. She kind of yeah. reminded me of like um, Vampirella or something like that. Like the yeah, Simpsons she was. Like she a, was like if 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 if, uh, if uh, Elvira actually didn't look like a goth chick. Yeah. I mean, it, you know that the character of Elvira is essentially she looks like a goth chick, but she acts like a valley girl. Mm-hmm. So that was but, one uh, of my favorite when I was a when I was a kid in junior high. That was one of my favorite things to do was watch usa's up all night and me and my brother would stay up and just watch yeah. horror movies welcome to usa's up all night i'm jumping yeah. over Godfrey. you know and yeah, just, yeah 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 and like, tonight we're gonna be watching killer clouds from outer space and i was like all right i'll watch it and i got nothing else going on i have no social life i'm like, I'm like <laughs> is this i'm like and it's funny because I'm like, is this the host's pick? Because, like, why would you want to lower your television rating by showing that movie? Um, I it remember, was... God, we used we watched uh, one time we watched The Blob, and um, You're talking about the one from like the fifties or like the yeah, one from yeah. the nineties? No, the old, the old, old one. Oh, okay. I watched both of them, but um, oh my God, it, that that movie scared the bejesus out of me. And uh but it was just like I didn't, ah, it's a you know, show of old ah! you know it was it was that it would be like chud. Um they would show like all these like off the wall like B level horror movies and they became they started to become like my favorite genre because it was like you know it was like these off the wall crazy ideas that these people were yeah. coming up with. And I would just be like, yeah, sure, why not? But at the end of the day, like Saturday morning would come around and I, I'd watch Saturday morning cartoons and it would just like right. push out all the things that I saw that night away. You know? Yeah, a nice palate cleanser for Saturday morning. Now, I what I remember from Up All Night was that they had like, it wasn't just that it was B movies. It was it was like, it was movies like um, um, uh, Porky's and... and uh, Revenge of the Nerds and and uh, Police Academy, all these like these like you know raunchy comedies as they're called now. But uh, those are the movies I really liked watching on there. But I remember <coughs> I remember watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space and not re- really remembering it being a great movie. But I just I thought it was so weird and so off the wall. I thought it was funny. I think it was, and I remember seeing an interview with the creators of the movie saying how they were trying to make a, like a, a real scary film with clowns and they actually made uh, the popcorn gun actually launches popcorn, like physically actually launches popcorn, mm-hmm. but it only worked once. So they just kind of reused the, the launching sequence over and over again throughout the movie. But, uh, and I just remember thinking, okay, I, I need to see this movie again. And when it came out on DVD, I bought it. And I was like, 
trying to navigate the the menu. The menu was all weird. It wasn't like you know how you get a DVD and it has like one on top of the other. It was like all yeah. over the place. They had uh, different things selected around the screen, and you had to you had to like you know move your thumb on the a little director directional pad on your remote to get yeah. to around. And when I was doing that, it accidentally uh, hit the wrong side and it went inward and, that, and it selected, it highlighted a uh, a popcorn kernel in the menu. Like, what the fuck is this? And I had selected it and it was like a deleted scene and uh, or an alternate version of a scene in the movie. So I was, I was like, oh, this is kind of slick. So the, And after that, I became obsessed with finding Easter eggs on DVDs that I would buy. And you figured if you bought a DVD that was that costed more than twenty bucks, it would have at least one or two, or yeah, the, you know, or it would have a lot of cool bonus features either way. I mean, usually with the DVDs, it would say you know like bonus features or yeah, like you could tell if the if it's like a plain DVD, it has like nothing on it, just you know, then yeah. it's like okay, there's no bug, there's no special features on there. <laughs> the the one thing that I did not like about DVDs, to be honest with you, and a lot of I'm probably a lot of people will probably push back on me on this, but I never liked the alternate ending uh, features of a DVD. I'm like, why put that in there? You know, I bought a movie. Uh, one of my favorite movies is actually Ronin. Um, it's like a, it's like almost like a, a it's a, a samurai movie. film, right? Um, no, no, not this one. Um, this one. Um, oh, that's uh, the, the Bob De Niro movie, right? Yeah, Robert De Niro's in it. Uh, Jean Reno is on it. Oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good movie. Like, yeah. I was I, I, two great car chase scenes in that movie. That's what really uh drew my attention to this movie. But, um, and I and I and that's like the second DVD I've ever bought, um, when it came out. So, and then, like, it has, like, all these nice, really cool features on it. And then they have, like, the alternate ending. And I was like, well, I don't want to watch the alternate ending because I'm just like, I already like the ending that it is. Like, why would you be like, oh, well, this is the ending that we were going to have, but we didn't put it in there. So I'm just like, no, no, we don't, we don't need an alternate, alternate ending. But yeah. I watched the alternate ending, and I was like, this is not really an alternate ending. What it was was it was a scene that they had – they didn't add into the movie, but they called it an alternate ending because I'm like, oh, you could have ended this movie like, you could have added that in there and it wouldn't have like made the movie worse or it would have changed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was never like a huge fan of like, well, here's, yeah. And check out the six alternate endings we had. I was just like, six <laughs> alternate endings? I don't want to sit with oh, six alternate I endings. I think the last time I, I had a DVD that had an alternate ending, it was the, the Will Smith movie, I Am Legend. And the alternate ending was actually better than the one that was in the theaters. I I, I was just talking to somebody about that movie uh, whenever I would... Like, I always use that movie as a reference, but I'm describing what May, March, and April of 2020 was like in New York. It was just like I Am Legend. Oh, dude. Um, were, were, were all your neighbors like fashion mannequins? You know, uh, <laughs> they might as well have been. Like the department stores were definitely just empty with just mannequins in there. Hey, Jim, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past myself to walk up to like a mannequin who was like half naked and to be like, you know, do do that. 
but it was just uh, <laughs> I never I, I walk I, up and grab her boob and just go hmm hmm yeah and it'd be like she's not <laughs> complaining um I am legend I I thought it was a terrible movie I, I didn't I, like it either I, I, I watched I watched the the, the alternate ending on because it was on the DVD and but it was actually it belonged to a friend of mine. Actually, my, I think it was my roommate at the time, and he goes, "I just got this, and it has an alternate ending." I was like, "I really don't want to watch that movie again. That movie was terrible." So he goes, "Well, you, the very least, check out the bonus features." So I looked at the bonus features, and there was like, you know, deleted scenes, and and, and then they said alternate ending. I was like, "All right, I'll watch the alternate ending." And the alternate ending was like, it was not a total bummer like the like the theatrical version because the theatrical version you're like oh that sucked why did i just waste an hour and a half watching this fucking movie <laughs> no it was just uh i mean don't give me i like the way that they set it up as far as like what new york looked like you know like there's so many like just the backdrop of new york i really loved what they did with that but the yeah. movie itself i was kind of like ah. Uh, you know, and I was just—I was just kind of—it just rubbed me the wrong way. I was just like, okay, this movie's terrible, and it's—it's um, it's legit. Can, like the, it's only one of three movies I've ever walked out on. That was—that was one of those movies. Really, I the the scene where he's hanging from upside upside down and those things are coming to him. And I'm like, no, I, no. I got up and left. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't handle watching that scene because I I figured he was going to survive because they wouldn't have a, a movie without the main character. Yeah, but it's just like I, I I couldn't handle the anxiety of of watching him hanging there and his dog, you know, getting killed or whatever the fuck happened, and then these things and uh, no, and, and I I I did finish watching the movie later after it came out on DVD, but. And you just I, hated it even more. I <laughs> oh, just, you know, it's just like, okay, that was like the scariest part. For me, that was the scariest part of the movie. Beyond that, it was like, oh, this is just fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, and it's, 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 I don't think it's his worst film. I, I still, I don't know. I haven't seen Afterbirth or whatever it's called. I mean, I call it Afterbirth because I heard it sucked really bad and it didn't do ha- well. Have you seen Gemini Man? No, but it looked bad too. Um, yeah, do, do yourself a favor and just skip that one too. Isn't isn't that basically that he he plays two parts? He's like the younger version of himself and yeah. the the his current age, and the younger version of himself even doesn't doesn't really look like him. It's like you know they you know do, they should do, have just fucking put Jaden in there as the younger self and just called it good. <laughs> Honestly. That movie, that movie tried so hard to be good that it sucked. I mean, I, I was watching it, and, and here's the thing: like, I, I mean, <laughs> hot take. I don't think a lot of Will Smith movies are that great, you know. Um, I'm, and I'm sorry, and I hate to say that, but a lot of his movies are not that good. Um, and there's still some that I haven't seen, like. Um, like for instance, I've never seen The Legend of Bagger Bands. I would like to see that movie one day. I don't um, know if I've ever seen it, but it, I I don't really care for for golf, so it never really appealed. Yeah, to me. exactly. But but I want to see it just just to see it, you know. Um, but I've seen iRobot, and I didn't really care for that movie. No, um, I didn't either. I I, I saw um, I saw Seven Pounds, and I was like, oh god, like they're trying. I I didn't I didn't like that movie either, and. I mean, Bad Boys, like the first Bad Boys, was very entertaining. I was the like, first okay, two I, were good. I haven't, I didn't see the you know, new one. 
the the third one I did not like. I thought it was rushed. I didn't think the thing that I didn't like about that movie, the thing that will stand out is it looked like Martin Lawrence um got stung take, by a bee. Didn't take the time to actually like get fit for that movie. It was almost like, okay, guys, we're gonna do a third bad boys movie. I know you guys have been waiting for to do a movie like this for so long. And 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 it was like Martin Lawrence said, okay, uh, can we shoot right now? Like, you know, <laughs> like I don't need time to prep. Can we just shoot the movie right now? I thought it was I thought it was a bad movie. You're gonna fix it in post, right? I mean, I'm yeah. I'm fat and I'm 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 bloated. I look like I I look like I I, I got stung by a bee, you know, and I have allergies. Yeah, no, uh, I, I I didn't have any interest in seeing the third one, largely because it was just like. That movie looked like they showed all the best bits in the commercial. Actually, the movie looked rushed, and that's, and you can tell. Yeah. And that's yeah, and that's looked, essentially what I said. I mean, they 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 put all the best parts in the trailer. Yeah, it it looked it looked super rushed, and it just and and again like I and Martin Lawrence just did not look like he. They're like, okay, Martin, we're gonna give you two weeks to get in shape. Not doing that. He's <laughs> like, you know what? Um, blah, 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 blah. You know, and he just did not look in shape. Like it was just like, I'm, I'm about to retire, blah, blah. You know, and I'm just like, okay, like, like look in shape. Like make this movie good enough so you could get like maybe a fourth part. You know, right. maybe there'll be like four of these movies. You know, they're um, doing a fourth movie. Are they really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, they're like. Well, I mean, they, least... they they announced that before the third one was even released. I don't know how I feel about that. I, and here's the funny thing: I'm not I'm gonna, gonna watch see that it one either. <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch it. So whenever some <laughs> asshole comes up to me and be like, "Hey man, did you see Bad Boys 4? I'm just gonna be like, "Yeah," and it sucked. And then I could systematically tell them why it sucked without saying, "Oh, I didn't see it because I thought it was gonna suck." No, I saw it. I watched an hour and 40 minutes of it, or maybe two hours. Maybe it'll make it two hours long. And here's the reason why it's I will never get I'll it. never get back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's two hours. I'll never get back. And, but no, go ahead. Tell me what you liked about it. Will, uh, 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 no, Will Smith I, uh, is awesome in everything. Now, yeah. granted, he was, he was amazing back in the nineties. He did great movies in the nineties. He was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was, show was awesome. I loved it. Um, the last thing I saw him in that I actually thought was relatively good, it wasn't like, oh my god, this is amazing, was uh, Men in Black 3. I have not seen one single Men in Black movie. I, you know what? I have, you, you might, you might not like, I don't know, you might not like it, but you also might. It's, it's hard to say. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those movies, all of them actually, they're, they're worth watching at least once. At least once, that way okay. you can go, uh, I saw it, and now I can have an opinion on it. But um, Even though I'm, late, three, I'm super late to the party. <laughs> of the three, I think uh, I think the third one is decent. It, it, it could have it been better, but it, it, it was it was one of those, like, they, they hinted a lot of shit throughout the movie, and at the end, there's the, the, re- the big reveal, and you're like, mm. oh, and you, you, you do kind of have to watch the first two movies before oh, yeah. you see the yeah. third one, because there's a lot of setup in the third movie that is, like, are reveals in that movie that take place in the first two movies. Yeah. 
Of the three, though, I think my favorite is the second one because Rosario Dawson. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't. Rosario Dawson, there's nothing she can't do. Um, I think I, I will say this. Uh, I mean, and I, and I know I've been like very disparaging to Will Smith. And uh, I mean, I do have a, my favorite Will Smith movie actually is Enemy of the State. I thought he did a very fantastic job of that movie. Um, uh-huh. and, and I like Gene Hackman also. Like I thought Gene Hackman was amazing in that movie as well. Um, the cast was great. I, I like movies like that. Um, and, 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 and Will Smith's acting, whether, I mean, or even if you think lack thereof, it didn't take away from the movie. It didn't take away from the plot of the yeah. movie. And of course, he was Ali. And I watched, um, I, I, the first time I tried to watch Ali, I fell asleep like an hour in. Um, not because the movie was bad. I was just tired that day. And I put on Ali. Right. And, and he did a great job. And I was like, shit, I need to watch this movie uh, again. I thought Ali was, from the parts that I saw, I was like, okay, I can see why he you know, got nominated for that movie. Right. Um, you know, him and Jamie Foxx, like serious acting from like two funny people. You know, right? I kind of mm-hmm. like I, I kind of like seeing like that transition. You know, it's very hard to be like a comedian and then try to act in a serious role, you know. And I think the best person to have ever done something like that, in my opinion, is Robin Williams. Robin Williams, I think, is one of the very few that has come from comedy who turned out to be an amazing dramatic actor. Yeah. Amazing. He's fantastic in pretty much everything he does. I don't think I've ever saw Robin Robin Williams' movie and gone, that was fucking garbage. Um, But, uh, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, there's, I would say maybe, I mean, well, everybody has like a few moves that are just like, man, but his movies, out his movies, the good ones, like by far outweigh the bad ones for sure. Right. You know? Um, I mean, Deadport Society and Goodwill Hunting Alone should be like sh- those two movies should outweigh those other, you know, the, right? the bad movies that he has I, done. I recently watched Goodwill Hunting for the first time. It was like two months ago that I watched it for the first oh, really? time ever. Okay. And I was figuring it. I know I knew there was some scenes in the movie. I've I've heard like pop culture references to it. Yeah, and it was like oh, okay, all right, yeah. You're um, like, oh, that's where that came from. Well, I knew where it came from. I just never bothered to see it because it's like it's Ben Affleck and in you know, in uh, Matt Damon. So <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> You know what's funny is Matt Damon's actually a really good fucking actor. He is. But he gets shit so. on because I think he. I think the only reason why Matt Damon gets shit on is because he did a bunch of a, a bunch of Kevin Smith movies. Well, you do remember when Jimmy Kimmel used to uh at the end of he his, still does. Uh, oh, he? does he still do that? Where he's like, he oh, does. my my apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time. I think he still does that. I I haven't actually watched an entire episode of Kimmel. Yeah. In forever, but. There's lots of clips on the internet of of every time that Matt Damon has snuck on the on the set or has taken <laughs> over the show, yeah. And they're absolutely hilarious. I think it's I, I I don't think it's a legit like beef between the two. I think it's just a running joke that they're both. Yeah, all over. it's that's all it is. It's it's it, it, it is. A, I had to Google that to like know like the story of that, you know. And um, 
yeah, it was just one of those things where it was just like, oh yeah, we had him on the show and then we just ran out of time. It was like, first of all, it's Matt Damon, first of all. Like, you don't, like, nobody cuts Matt Damon off, you know? But, right. uh, I mean, he seems like <laughs> he seems like the type of actor that, you know, I mean, he's successful and he's like, he has no issues, like, making fun of himself. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, eh. dude, he's the, He is the best at that. Did, did you see him in, I think it was Avengers... I want to say it was Avengers Age of Ultron where there was like Loki was like and he pretending to be his father and he had like these people doing these this play in Asgard and Matt Damon was playing Loki and then he had a bunch of other actual Hollywood that, actors yes. playing these parts. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the second time he's played Loki. He was Loki in, in Dogma. Yes, he was. Yes. Oh, that's right. I. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Another Kevin Smith movie. It's actually, I, it's my favorite Kevin Smith film. Is, is oh Doctor really? Smith. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I love Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy is good. I, 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 I still think one of my favorite jokes is when when Banky like draws out the the, the fictional characters on the intersection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they don't fucking exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my dad interrupting my show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm <laughs> Hi, Jamal's dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Telling you to go to the store to pick up some more TP. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no it's Son, like, I just I, blew up the bathroom. We need more TP. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's um, no, I know, I, I never, I, I never mind, I never mind interruptions. You know, it's uh, it, no, it, not it at all. Me, it keeps me grounded. You know, it's like, oh, well, he does have a family. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? You know, that's uh, that's 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 the crazy uh, the craziness of having a podcast. And, 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 uh, and folks, he's he's not getting in because he he knows if he talks back to his dad, he'd get his ass whooped. I might get a cup thrown at me, <laughs> like Bing, like that. It's like that that Murphy bit where he talks about his mom throwing the shoe. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh man. Um <laughs> Oh man, I love this podcast by the way. I was just telling somebody how much I love this podcast and um and uh you know people um you know cuz cuz like whenever I whenever I try to get whenever I get guests on a podcast, what do you guys talk about? I'm like any and everything, you know. I mean, we try to like yes, we do talk about politics um current events and and current events and whatnot but you know people like well are you liberal or are you conservative and i'm just like you know what we (laughs) we poke fun of every (laughs) right (laughs) that's a good answer i should i need to start answering it that way like like that are you a liberal or conservative like sure why not you know like yeah what if on the fucking show or not um but 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 people would always say like, okay, can you send me the link so I can hear like the last episode? And I'm just kind of like, are you sure you want to put yourself through that? They're like, well, I just want to know what I'm getting what I'm getting into. And um, every and episode I'm, is different. 
yeah. So I'm like, here. And I, so I always send him like the last three episodes. And then um, I'll get like a message being like, so I have questions on your thought about insert topic that we talk about. Like, do you really believe that? Or are you just pandering to the audience? And sometimes I'll be like, sometimes I just say, we don't even have an audience. And they're just like, yeah, why do you do the podcast? I'm like, first of all, I'm only joking. Um, we, we, we do have an audience. We do have people that listen. We have we have a core audience, I think. We as far as anchor is concerned, we on average have I think about nineteen people that listen. Okay. And I don't know how accurate that is, but that's a decent yeah. number for a brand new podcast. So And and I would tell people like, well, you know, people do listen because I do get the hate mail. Like I, I, I get, you know, the <laughs> You know, and and then like so we have this rule that me and Marianne usually do. It's like anytime we get like a critique from anybody, I never get anything because people like me. <laughs> oh, dude! Like I I've never heard anybody say anything like disparaging about you. Other than those guys who wanted my job. <laughs> well, yeah, except that like you know <laughs> that, that, that that made me that laugh. I enjoyed that immensely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm like, do you think like I'm that petty enough to be like, well, charge your fire? Like, I'm not that petty. I was like, it wasn't even a thing. Um, like, it wasn't even that big of a deal because, again, like we're we're not going to agree on a lot of things. Right. Um, even up to this day, I still stand by my stance on that issue. But at the <laughs> same time, like people were just like, oh, were you guys really fighting? And I'm like, you know, yes and no. I mean. I was half serious, but I wasn't like I wasn't like oh my god well, fuck him at the end. But yeah, you were ser- you were serious about your thoughts on 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 this particular movie, like you were, and which is fine, you know what I'm saying. Um, but me, I'm just like uh, you know, and and I don't do this. It's to, just a movie. I don't. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. I'm like you know, so I don't judge people. Okay, so when I used to go to people's when I used to go to people's houses. Um, the first thing that I would do is I would look at their DVD collection, right? Because, and 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 I would just I would just thumb through their DVD collection like, oh, like, they'll have what is this? Yeah, they'll they'll have it. Why in do their you have room. this and hold it just like that? Why do you have this? Like, why do you why do you have you got mail? You're single. Like, come on. That's um, exactly why they have that movie, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've actually watched that movie before. It's pretty good. Um, it's it's pretty not funny. terrible, but it's not one I would own. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't own it as 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 a man. I would not own it. But <laughs> oh, he but, totally but, has it, folks. He has but, it in his collection. He just doesn't want to tell us. I judge people by their DVD collection. Now, if I look through their DVD collection and they have like movies in common with me, I oh, I'm like, okay, this person is you know just as psycho or you know as me. You know, like we. We have things in common, um, but if you, you know, if you just have, I'm like, oh wow, you have like, uh, um, gosh, I, I'm trying to think like insert terrible movie here. I, I, I think the only way that the only way that I would like be like, oh okay, we can't be friends is is if uh, if they had like all of the Twilight movies in their collection. It's like, yeah, no, that's never gonna fucking happen, dude. I'm okay, not watching those. But if you're a dude that has all the Twilight movies, that's what I'm I, talking about, man. I don't care if a chick has them because I would expect them to exactly, have exactly, exactly. 
But if you're just like, oh my God, like I have you read the books? I'd be like, okay, you have no. the books too. <laughs> you, you're a grown ass <laughs> man with the movie and the books. I'll like, I'll, re- I'll repeat the same thing I told that 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 clerk at the store over in, off of Highway 101 when I was out near Forks. They had a sign in their door that says "Bitten by Twilight," and I asked him about it. He's like, "Yeah, we were in the movie. Haven't you seen it? It's like, do I look like a 12 year old girl or 30 year old woman?" No, yeah. I'm not the demographic, and I'm single, so I'm never going to see it. Like, if you're a dude with Fifty Shades of Grey, the DVD, and the book, um, like, you're not, you. I, I'm convinced that... I've uh, never seen that, but I do have The Secretary. Does that count? The Secretary. What yeah, James Spader. Oh, I love James um, Mag- Maggie Gyllenhaal. Huh. Uh, you know, two people who like to be spanked. Yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I'm not going to lie. I kind of have like this weird crush on her for some reason. And she's not even like, like she's, she's I mean, she's okay looking, but for some reason. straight up a librarian in this movie who likes to get her ass spanked. Oh man. Well, I would, I would have done that movie for free. Like I would, <laughs> I would have done James Spader's. I'd be like, what do you guys pay me? Oh, nothing. I'd be like, okay, where's my marker? You know, <laughs> like, where am I standing? <laughs> and and Miss Gyllenhaal, how hard do you want to be spanked? Can we do some test spankings? You know, can I can I show with my hand first, and then we could like move to the paddle? Do you, you mind know? if I leave a handprint on your butt cheek, or do you want me just to tap on it? Do you know who my brother is? Yeah, I don't care. I know where the talent is. Um, so how hard <laughs> do you want me to spank? Like, are we doing like your brother's the bubble boy, right? <laughs> Your brother was a nightcrawler, right? Okay, yeah. Anyway, speaking of um, talent, so are we looking at a nine in the spanking, or do you want me to do like a soft three? Like, what's where do, you want, where do you want me to go with this? And do you want me to do like some practice spankings? Like, I can do that for like an hour, so until you so, decide. So what you're saying is, is once we're done recording, you're gonna go find the, the secretary and you're gonna watch it, right? Uh, I will watch that and the Dark Knight again um just for so that's just, r- oh, that's right you you liked the dark knight did you like all of the nolan films or just the dark knight i liked batman begins the dark knight and i am 50 50 on the dark knight rises i actually <clears throat> i <clears throat> excuse me i think i was okay with the batman Batman Begins because you know it was it was a brand new incarnation of Batman and Batman's my absolute favorite superhero. Um that's one thing we have in common. Yes. And Amen. uh and I I I had some issues with the Tumblr but I kind of like like all right this is this is yeah. a different Batman. It's not I mean I and at that point I had never read the Frank Miller Batman comic where he has the tank. So I didn't mm-hmm. know about that. I was like, all right, this is stupid. Why is he driving a fucking tank? Um, and uh, in the the Dark Knight, I actually saw like four times in theaters because I worked at a movie theater and I had a bunch of friends who wanted to see it for free. Nice. And at the time, the first time I watched it, I was like, this is actually pretty good. I didn't really like think Heath Ledger's Joker was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I thought overall the movie was good. I thought Heath Ledger's Joker was essentially just a tweaker who looked like the Joker. He was a, it was a meth addict who was like tweaked mm-hmm. out on drugs all the time 
and uh, was super ADD. So I, I, yeah. It, and then, yeah, don't get me started on, on fucking Tom Hardy's fucking bin. No. <laughs> you didn't buy it? Dude, okay, first of all, I know Tom Hardy's British, but does he have to fucking sound like James Bond with a rebreather mask on? <laughs> I am the reckoning. <laughs> Bond, James Bond. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was raised by it. You know, he was he essentially uh, he was channeling his inner James Bond playing mm-hmm. that part. And I was like, okay, number one. If you've like watched any of the animated stuff or you've read the comics, you know that Bane uh is not British, number one. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, he's a luchador number two. And uh yeah, fuck Tom Hardy's uh Bane. I I no. Um I I was I so reluctantly was... I reluctantly watched that movie after it finally came out on, on video. Knowing that it was, I wasn't gonna like it just because the the Bane character bothered me that much. I just mm. like, no, I can't watch this. But um, I mean, I watch it. I mean, I, I I when I say I watch it, I tolerate it, you know. But but as a Batman fan myself, I could as as much of a as a fan I am. I think as far as like motion motion pictures that that of the Batman movies that came out in theater. There are more terrible Batman movies than there are good ones. Um, you got a opinion- point there, and you know what? I will say this: is like uh, that the Tom Hardy Batman movie uh, is only slightly better than the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. And I was just about to like touch on that. Like, like case in point, like I like the original. I like the Batman with Michael Keaton, like the first one that Michael Keaton did. I thought that was excellent. I remember when I was a kid and I was watching it. I was like, oh, I was so happy uh, eating like Domino's pizza and watching like, that yes, Batman movie. Get him, yeah. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And, 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 and I love Jack Nicholson's Joker in that. And, you know, he's like, you don't hit a man with glasses, do you? And then like Batman punches him in the face. I'm just like, oh my God, I love that scene. Yeah. Um, Batman Returns. Um, I, at first, when I first saw it, I didn't like it. And then I would watch it. I've watched it maybe like three more times. And it slowly but surely grows on me because I love Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought she did a great job as Catwoman. I fucking love her Catwoman. I was yeah. in love with that Catwoman. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, the more I watch it, the more I pay attention to her Catwoman. I, and I thought the Penguin, Danny DeVito did a great <laughs> job with the Penguin. This particular Batman seemed a bit campy, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible at all. It was just like I liked it. I liked it less than I did, of course, the original one. And then, of course, we got Batman Forever, the, the Val Val Kilmer, which I thought was just like. First of all, we all know the Riddler. Um, have you ever seen the Riddler as jovial and as hyper uh, hyperactive? Yes, yes, uh, we have. It's called Batman sixty six. I have not seen that. Oh, you you've never watched the Adam West Batman? No, no, I have. No, no, I have, but I've never Okay, so we're talking about like the Batman with, like, like with the, Burt the, Ward the, and, and 60s series. You know, yeah, it was uh, I, Frank Gorshin as the as the Riddler. He was like <laughs> Yeah. 
you know. I mean, yeah, he was flamboyant, but um, oh my god, he was so flamboyant. Yeah, he was just like all over the place, and he was goofy as fuck. I like that. In fact, he was. I think that character was actually created for the show because they, or no, maybe not. No, uh, Mister Freeze was created for the show. That was a, a the creation of that yeah. TV series. But uh, no, but I remember seeing someplace. So I think it was uh like a Batman documentary. Where they they you know in the comics back in the forties or or thirties whatever, uh, the Joker was you know the first major villain for Batman and they they wanted to have yeah we have the Joker and we need somebody else who can be a, a, a another villain so we, we're not gonna like overdo it with the Joker, so they kind of start coming with all these other characters who were like well we got the Joker and we have the and and, and the, what was it they were something else and then they came up with the riddler it was essentially like they had a scheme of how they were naming the 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 the, the bad guys mm-hmm. and it was just adding an er at the end of a of a <laughs> of a word like joke yeah. or riddle you know and uh it was essentially just kind of a what if the joker did riddles and that was what what became of the you know the the, the riddler the one thing about joker is he's he's innovative He's yeah. very innovative, uh, and you know, oh my god, and and of course, all the all the jokers that we've seen, um, I mean, they just they they have their own way, and I, I love, and I think I love the Joker. Like, I'm a huge fan of the Joker. He, definitely my favorite bad guy for sure. I mean, he, I, yeah, him him over Lex Luthor any day. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um. So so I mean, I I wasn't a huge fan of Batman forever, and then of course Batman and Robin. Uh, shit the bed like completely. I was I did I did not like George Clooney as Batman. I I liked him for the bad guys. I didn't really care for whoever they had this week as Batman. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I don't fault George Clooney or Val Kilmer for those movies. It's all Joel Schumacher's fault, as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Most definitely. Um. I mean, because if you're going to ask Val Kilmer to, I mean, it was just like, Val Kilmer, really? You're going to put on the bat suit? And so, I, but I, I just, I wasn't feeling it, you know? Uh, of course, Batman and Robin did not feel that at all. And then, of course, we, we go into the, the you know, the, the Christopher Nolan one, where I remember watching Batman Begins in Fort Lauderdale, Florida on a random Tuesday, and I was like, this is by far the best Batman movie I've seen so far and then of course you know they leave you with the open ending of the joker and then of course the dark knight and i was like okay i stand corrected this is the best batman movie yeah, i've of seen the so Nolan far. ones i think the one with heath ledger i think is the best of those movies yeah and so i, so- I liked elements of the of the batman begins because it was like it was essentially year one yeah but oh yeah it I don't know. I, I think the, the 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 two big things that kind of like killed uh, the, the Dark Knight for me was the whole like, I don't know why Bale decided it was a good idea to start talking like he'd been deep throating a you know a a, a a studded donkey phallus, you know, you know, no, I just stop it with that shit. You don't need to do that. You didn't do that in the first movie. Why are you fucking doing it in this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um. And then, of course, after that, now so far, I mean, I think we got like two, well, two and a half decent Batman movies. Um, we're already at like what six or seven. Um, 
and of course we had the uh the the ben affleck oh my god um i'm sorry i, it, I was that I, a- he is he's right up there with with michael keaton as far as i'm concerned he he surpasses christian bale as batman as far as who who does it better ben affleck yes you like Ben Affleck better than Michael Keaton, and or no, no, Christian. he's he's like he's like he's like neck and neck with Keaton. Keaton Keaton will always be my Batman, but okay. if there was to be a successor to his Batman, it would be Affleck's Batman. I will say this: I liked Affleck as Bruce Wayne. Like he did a really good job with Bruce. Like the first movie he did. I I didn't really hold him. I didn't hold Ben Affleck responsible at all. Um, yeah. Ben Affleck is a is a semi decent actor, and I thought he I, I and I thought that um, you know him as Bruce Wayne. You know he did a really good job as Bruce Wayne. Um, but as far as overall movie, I thought the I didn't think the first, I didn't think Ben Affleck ruined it because I was like, oh wow, he's actually doing a good no, job. Dude, he's- it was. It, to me, it was just, um, I'm like production. I'm like the director kind of dropped the ball on certain things. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't think it, it, it was not Ben Affleck's fault that those yeah. movies weren't that great. Yeah. I liked I liked him because he was the bat. I, that's the only reason why I like those movies is because he is the bat, and his version of the bat is probably, like I said, my second favorite Batman to Keaton's Batman, and it's. You know, really? okay, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's an older Batman. He's he's been doing it for yeah. decades, and he's came, he came out of retirement because of Superman. You know, yeah. So I mean, he he didn't he, he wasn't playing the 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 uh, the uh, the socialite like I'm 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 trying to find the next the next Mrs. Wayne for tonight. Yeah, you know, right. kind of thing. You know. Yeah, he was very less playboyish in this particular movie. Yeah, he was. He's, but he was more or less just a businessman who just likes to get dressed up in tights and, and kick some serious ass. And, and I and didn't those, have a problem with that. Sequences, the fight sequences are what sold it for me on, on his version of the bat. Because uh, he was, okay. dude. He fuck. Did you see him working out in that fucking movie? He was fucking lifting up those gigantic fucking tires and shit. Yeah. And then he just he, he he took on like six people all at once, put that one guy through the floor. I'm like, okay, this is straight up out of the video games. This is the kind of fighting we need to see in these movies. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I thought I thought he did a really great I thought he did he did a really good job with what the direction gave him. You know? Right. I, I, I think his thought- bat could have been better. But I think yeah. it was awesome for what we had. Yeah, and of course, I was a zero fan of. I did not care for the Justice League. Um, I uh, I never wanted to walk out of a movie in my entire life. Are you talking about the had, theatrical version? Yes. Yeah. Like that, yeah. That, yeah. You know, yeah. I, that was. I I think the the I think the 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 one thing in that movie that I, that I liked enough to say okay this is this this made it worth watching all this other shit for this one line and when when barry goes so what's your superpower is like i'm rich <laughs> yeah i laugh so fucking hard yeah. he was like that's that's something i mean that's something tony stark would have said exactly yeah yeah that's such a tony stark answer right there you know um 
I've I just watched for like the sixth time the Matt Reeves Batman movie, which was supposed to come out in October. And I think Thanks for tuning into another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Be sure to check them out on all their social medias at NotAboutYouPod. That's N-O-T-A-B-O-U-T, the letter U, P-O-D, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.